All right, so what's cracking, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Marnell Jones Show, the most crackingest podcast around. And once again, I want to thank each and every one of my listeners for tuning in. Because without you, there'd definitely be no me. Uh, first, I want to give my greetings. I want to say what's up to everybody out there. Um, I hope you have a nice Saturday, uh, a nice 4th of July weekend. And I found out because, as you all know, I'm also a truck driver in the day. You know what I'm saying? Truck driver by day, uh, a whore at night. That's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't worry about what the fuck I do. Worry about what the fuck you do. You feel me? Straight like that. <laughs> but, Joe, man, so I hope everybody enjoying the 4th of uh, July weekend. I just found out I got Monday off because the 4th obviously falls on tomorrow, which is Sunday. So my boss was like, he was like, yo, man, I'll see you Tuesday. I said, no, nah, I'll see you Monday. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'll see you Tuesday. I said, no, I'll be here Monday. He said, man, what the fuck? I will see you Tuesday. I was like, why Tuesday? We celebrate the 4th of July on Monday, dummy. I said, oh, shit. Well, fuck you. I'll still be here Monday, bitch. I'm going to need this money. <laughs> so I want to give a um, I want to give a shout out, right? I want to give a shout out to everybody who eat food in front of everybody else and don't offer nobody none. I want to give a shout out to you. And I want to say fuck you and fuck you again, you selfish bastard. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I want to give a shout out to people. like It's people like that who, who will bring food in front of you, whether on the bus or the laundromat. Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, and proudly eat that shit in front of your stomach growling. You know what I'm saying? I know it's not your fault. You know, you don't know what I mean. It's not they write off you number. God damn. Why you can't go eat that shit in the bathroom? Why you can't go eat that shit on the bench? Why you gotta eat that motherfucking quarter pounder with cheese and them goddamn delicious McDonald's french fries is just smelling delectable right in front of my face? Why you gotta do that? Why? Damn. So I just want to give a shout out to everybody who does that shit. Because that shit really pisses me off. But yeah, um... <laughs> but, you know, I do it too. So I want to talk about... I got a lot of shit to talk about today, man. I got. I want to talk about this young Amazon worker. I, I don't know. I think he's from Jersey City. Um, I'm going to talk about Bill Cosby. I'm going to talk about this, this goddamn stinking-ass foreigner lady I spoke to yesterday who ignored the shit out of me. I want to talk about Felicia Rashad. Um, and her motherfucking apology to Howard University. I don't know why she did that, because she damn sure didn't have to. I wouldn't apologize. But uh, I want to get into the first thing I want to talk about. Uh, yesterday, this young Amazon worker went the extra mile for me. And I was on my way home. I called an Uber from work, and he called me. He said, listen, man, I'm at the spot that you, you want your package to go to, but the place is closed. You're not around. Uh, you know... I could, you know, bring the package back another day, you know, because you're not here. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get home. I said, damn, man, I really need the package, bro. Like, um, what can you do? He's like, I'll tell you what I can do for you. He's like, I'll give you my personal phone number. And when I'm done at the end of my shift, I got 20 stops left. When I'm done at the end of my shift, you know, I'll call you or you call me and I'll bring it directly to you. Now, I didn't really believe he was going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because he's just an Amazon worker. They don't make much money, you know. You know, I, I, I used to deliver to those, um, I used to go to those Amazon warehouses to do pickups and everything to take merchandise to post offices all around New York, uh, Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, Manhattan, Harlem. I used to, uh, Staten Island, I used to pick up and go to these major uh, Amazon warehouses. And I see those motherfuckers in there. They be slaving the shit out of them motherfuckers, especially them old Spanish women. 
Amazon will work your shit out of a Spanish woman, won't they? Them bitches being there with them cute, cheap outfits on, working harder than a nigga, don't they? Goddamn shit. <laughs> so I know Amazon don't really pay much. And he was a driver in the little uh, Amazon vans. So he's like, man, I'll call you. I didn't, like I said, I didn't believe it. So hour goes by. I called him. I said, hey, man, it's raining outside. It's raining. It's getting late. It's cold. Are you sure you're going to be able to drop the package off? So he says, yeah, man, I, I promise I'll drop it off. So I said, okay. So I'm now, now he said that I'm still not expecting to, to get the package. You feel me? Because, you know, who goes the extra mile these days at work? Um, a lot of people don't go the extra mile at work. You know what I mean? I don't know. Shit, you don't go the extra mile at work. I don't go the extra mile. <laughs> so I said, okay, let's let's see what he's going to do. So now I think I asked him, I said, you want some food? Do you want me to buy some food? Do you want some, some to drink? You know what I mean? He was like, nah, man, don't worry about that. Because I already had it in my mind. I'm going to, you know, reward him for being so nice and generous and going out his way. So he said, um, he said, nah, don't worry about it, man. I'll, I'll be there. So like another 30 minutes went by. I text him. I said, hey, man, you close? He said, yeah. Thank you. So he texts me. I said, you close? He said, yeah. So I said, okay. So I'll be damned. Like, the 30 minutes went by, he called me, he said, I'm outside, where are you? I said, man, I'm in the middle of the, of the, of the complex. So he comes by, and he dropped the package off. It was a young kid, young black kid. I would say he was about 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? Young black kid, about 20 years old. But what, what shocked me was, is that he was proud and happy to do his job. It's like he took pride in that shit. Now, most people that work, they just go to work for the paycheck. You know, including me, I'm guilty of that. It's a lot of times I just go to work for the paycheck. Not that I take pride in the work or that I'm happy to be there. A lot of people are miserable at work. They don't like the job they do, but, you know, they need to make money or they make good money doing it. So he genuinely walked up with pride and he was happy. And um, he handed me the package with a smile. It fucked me up because it was raining. I'm like... And it brought tear. It really brought tears to my eyes that this young kid, who doesn't make, probably doesn't make much, did his job with so much pride, respect, with a smile, and he went the the distance just for me. And I'm in the hood. It ain't like I'm in the fucking suburbs. You know what I'm saying? He did it for little old me. Then he would have did it for anybody. So when he when he gave me the package, I was trying. I was trying to like hide. I mean, even though I'm a fake tough guy, fake tough guy. You know, ex gang man, you know what I'm saying? Ex prisoner, ex convict. You know, I was trying to bring, I was bringing back tears because the more older and mature that I get, I realize the more, um, the more sensitive I become because I, I, I'm awake, I, I understand things that are going on in the world, I'm not young anymore. Um, you know, so I just, I just feel more. I'm, I think I'm becoming more empathetic, I'm, more, I'm an empath anyway, so. I'm like, damn, man. So I go in my pocket. I think I only had like maybe 15, 14 or 15 dollars. You know what I'm saying? God spent a lot of money and it's not even payday. So I pull out the money. I said, hey, man. He's like, man, this for me? Shocked. So when he said that, it shocked me. Like, he, like bro, you weren't expecting to get no tip. You you went out of your way for for me and probably countless other people. Who, who probably don't even appreciate you as much as I did, and you weren't expecting no tip? I wish I would've had 20, 25, 30 fucking dollars. I would've gave it to him. In my cocaine selling days, I would've gave him probably $100. Here, cuz, take that 100 You feel me? But I'm, but I'm working for the man right now. <laughs> the legal man. 
So um, he said, man, thank you, man. And he and he and he spit uh, speed walked back to his truck, smiling happy. And I was just looking at him walk away like this. And when I closed my door and I walked back in, I started smiling. And I still had tears in my eyes. I couldn't believe that this guy who this that guy's gonna be successful. I hope I wish that I hope that he becomes a millionaire. I hope that he runs his own company. I hope that I wish nothing but success to that young man. And it made me realize because I make good money that I need to take more pride in my job. I need to take more pride in my work. I need to take more pride in just when I go into these loading docks and warehouses, you know, that, you know, okay, to have a smile, be happy, be blessed that I'm making money, that I have a good career. So he set the tone for me. So when I go back to work Tuesday, I'm going to have a little more pep in my step, a little more energized, a little more smiling, a little more enthusiastic to be grateful. Because that young guy, man, I, I you know, I wanted to ask his name, but I didn't want to get too much into it. You know what I mean? So that, that guy right there, my hat's off to him. I salute him. I wish him the best. I'm glad he's not involved in the street life. You know what I mean? He's not a st- statistic. And, my, you know, I salute him. Any young any young person, 20 years old, that worked McDonald's, Burger King, Amazon, who, who go the extra mile like that, goddamn, my hat's off to him. They need to, the president need to motherfucking reward these kids, man. So that, that's my story, man. That Amazon working made my day. So if you want to know what I bought off Amazon, it was just a, a black and neon reflector vest. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they got different colors. I like to have swag when I work. So I had a black and neon one. I got, I'm going to order blue and orange one. I'm going to order different colors. So shout out to him. You know, so as y'all know, uh, I have a podcast. And this is now I'm starting to get used to being on camera. You know what I mean? I have to start doing more videos. A lot of people want to see me. Um... But my show, the Marnell Jones show, I basically say what the fuck I want. I really don't care about, you know, uh, opinions. If I say something and I mean it, I'm not apologizing. If I offend you, don't listen to me no more. Go somewhere else. But, you know, it's just my opinion. Don't take it to heart. Don't take anything personal because opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. And if you don't have an asshole, you might be an alien. Or a plant. (laughs) So, you know, uh... Yesterday I was in Dollar General and I went in there to get like some more weed pads for my for my dog or some just little shit you get out of Dollar General. And I was a little happy because it was Friday. I was happy. So I spoke to in the, the Dollar General I go to, the area I stay in, it's a lot of Haitians, uh, Africans, Jamaicans, a lot of you know West Indian people. And some of these foreigners, fuck what the fuck would you say, foreigners, whatever the fuck they are, they can be a little rude. Uh, disrespectful and some of them look down on black Americans like me you know what I'm saying they look at us they look at black Americans as trash junk not all of them but some of them do you know what I'm saying so I spoke to the one Haitian lady whatever the hell she was I said hey how you doing she looked at me ignored the shit out of me so I said man remember she ain't I said how you doing miss she ignored me again so I got mad I said what the fuck I say to her I said, well, excuse me for speaking to your ass. I think I said it loud, too. She heard that motherfucker because her eyes got a little bit big. Like this and shit. Fuck wrong with her, man. So, 
If that has ever happened to you, drop a comment. Have you ever spoke to somebody and spoken to people and they don't speak back? Or have you ever held the door open for someone and they didn't say thank you? That, that makes you question, should you continue to be nice or not, right? Don't that make you question like that? Should I be nice? Should I speak to people? Should I hold the door open? Maybe, maybe I should let that motherfucking door shut and hit the ass in the nose. You know what I'm saying? That shit shut like this. Ah, nigga, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I should just let the door hit the motherfucker right in the nose. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I shouldn't speak. Maybe I should just stare at the motherfucker like this. Motherfucker say something to me fast, right? If I, if I stare. <laughs> so, you know, but you know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to keep being nice. I think I'm going to keep speaking. I think I'm going to keep holding the door open because at the end of the day, you know, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? If they ignore me, I still got the option to say, well, fuck you. <laughs> you feel me? You know what I mean? So, um, as everybody know, I got vaccinated last week. I got the Moderna. The Moderna. So, if anybody knows the Moderna vaccine... I believe was created by a black woman, black scientist, black nurse, whatever the hell she was. She was black and she up there in a medical field. But I didn't get it because of that. I didn't do no research on this shit at all. God damn it. I just, I just been, if the only reason I got it because my sister is a, is a head director at Robert Wood Johnson in New Brunswick. She's like the top of the top nurses. You know what I'm saying? Uh, $10 million a year. I'm lying. But she's like the, the head director at Robert Wood Johnson, one of my sisters. And she told me, she said, uh, I got vaccinated. I think we should get vaccinated. I'm like, I ain't getting that shit. The government trying to kill us. You don't know about the goddamn T- Tuskegee men experiment. You know what I'm saying? Giving motherfuckers syphilis and gonorrhea and shit without fucking. I don't want that. I think they trying to kill us. Put microchips all in this goddamn vaccine. They trying to track me. What the fuck, man? Why they, why they keep pushing this shit? Why they keep pushing the vaccine to black people? God damn it, they got motherfuckers on McDonald's commercials eating a motherfucking uh, McDouble talking about some get the vaccine. You know what I'm saying? You got motherfuckers uh, uh, <laughs> got motherfuckers on TikTok doing the latest dances talking about doing get the vaccine. You got Spike Lee at the, at the Knicks basketball game. They losing like motherfuckers. Talking about get the vaccine. Why they pushing this shit on me, man? Made me wonder. I was scared. Want that shit? You got motherfuckers eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich with the needle in his arm, with the with Moderna on the on on the vaccine, on the needle, eating the goddamn Popeye chicken sandwich. That that now that's what made me that's what made me get the vaccine. That Popeye chicken sandwich. That eating that shit while getting the vaccine. But uh, but it, but seriously though, it was making me wonder like why are so many people getting it? Why are they pushing this shit on a black community? Why are they pushing this shit on people? Period. So I said I ain't getting that shit. So I had to talk with my sister, man. She kind of convinced me. All my sisters got it. A lot of people I know got it. White people got it. Once I start white people getting the vaccine, I said, they ain't trying to kill these white motherfuckers. You feel me? Maybe it's something to it. They ain't trying to kill all of us. You know what I'm saying? A lot of white people got this shit, so. I got the vaccine. A lot of people want to know that I have any side effects. I'm about to tell you. So... I don't believe I had any side of it. I don't believe I did. My arm was hurting for a couple days, kind of swollen. But one thing I can tell you, I lost my sex drive. Yes, I don't know if it was the goddamn Moderna vaccine, but I swear, right after I got the vaccine, two hours later, I got home, 
I just had a sugar rush. I needed something real sweet to eat. You know what I'm saying? Or drink. So I made a, something real sweet, protein shake, put hella honey. I just, I just wanted sugar after that. Two, three days later, I just wasn't horny. I just wasn't thinking about sex. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to get back to normal. I jerked off the day. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little poof or something came out. You know what I mean? That's on back to normal, but uh, I just you know I, I haven't really been thinking about sex like that. I just haven't really been um, horny. I ain't even had my sex drive. I don't know if it's the vaccine or maybe it's about to have this goddamn midlife crisis soon. But I don't know. It's one of them motherfuckers. I'll tell you which one when it happens. God damn it. <laughs> so, but other than that, I really didn't have any um any any physical side effects. So, so if anybody listen to this show, and I'm a hood nigga, you know what I mean? So I'm a hood nigga, so you know what I'm saying? If I got the vaccine, I'm good, man. If you decide to get it, get it. Protect yourself, protect your people. And I got to get my second shot July 24th. And I'm going to get it, yes. So that's my experience with the vaccination. That's why I did it. Um, As you all know, Bill Cosby, he was released a couple days ago. His conviction was overturned. About three years ago to 2018, I think he was sentenced about three to ten years in a prison in uh, Pennsylvania for sexual assault. All these old bitches came out the woodworks. These bitches 60, 70, 80 years old talking about he, they got raped in motherfucking 1970, 1965, 1970, 1980. God damn, motherfuckers. These bitches talking about they got motherfucking raped and drugged years ago by good old Bill Cosby. Do I believe it? This, this is the thing. I believe he might have did. I maybe wanted to. And it definitely don't make it right. But did he do all of them? Absolutely not. Now, me coming from my background, I don't like I don't like tree jumpers. I don't like sex offenders. Especially in prison. No motherfuckers get beat up. They get looked down upon. Um, that shit is not condoned. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't condone rapes. I don't condone I don't condone sexual assault. People messing with kids, none of that shit. I don't. I believe they should get their head ran over by a goddamn uh, sanitation truck. I don't fuck with it. But uh, this case right here, I just wanted to. I just wonder why these women came, wanted to come to the forefront 40, 50 years later. Why? You know what I'm saying? Why? This man, 80s, he about to die anyway. This, why, why come 40, 50 years later if it really did happen? Now, if it did happen, there's no time limit to when you could could come out like you know you've been raped or drugged because maybe it took that long for you to get over the shame and fear and embarrassment but you know uh 40 years later 50 years later it's just a little weird to me a little weird to me a little strange to me um but i'm happy that he's home and uh on another note where the fuck is harvey weinstein where's jeffrey epstein i believe jeffrey epstein faked his death it's just, uh, this shit ain't adding up to me, man. Um, they overturned his conviction. It is what it is. The man, he did three years, 80-something years old. You know, he overturned his conviction. Don't leave it alone. I'm going to tell you one thing. When I was in prison, a lot of sex offenders don't get a lot of time anyway. Those motherfuckers make parole eligibility their first time. A lot of them get like six months for touching on kids, raping bitches. This is facts. Ask any ask any real nigga who been to prison when a sex offender come in jail, do they get time? 
how much time they get. A lot of them motherfuckers get a slap on the wrist, go home, probation, six months, a year, and they be having girlfriends and wives and shit. A lot of them sex offenders don't even really get real time. This is this is just a fact. Ask any nigga that really been that did hard time that that was in there for real crimes, drugs, uh, shootings, murders, and the sex offender coming in. Them motherfuckers be in and out, in and out to do that shit again. Shit is weird, man. But I just you know um I don't know. It, it's it's just weird, man. You know if if Bill did all that shit, he gonna have to pay for that shit on his day of judgment when it's time for him to meet his maker. Cause you know. It is what it is. But I like Bill Cosby. I like the image he portrays. I don't know him in real life. He can be a piece of shit in real life. But the image he portrayed on TV, the monumental accomplishments that he's done with the Bill Cosby show, his, his comedy career, my hat's off to him. Shit like that. That's all I got to say about that. But, you know, it's Harvey Weinstein's turn. It's a lot of them other sex offenders' turn. You know what I'm saying? So Felicia Rashad made a comment, right? when he was released from uh, prison. Felicia Rasad, she tweeted that, what was this tweet? Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted, a miscarriage of justice corrected. That was Felicia Rashad's quote because Bill Cosby is her friend. She worked with that man for a number of years. I would expect her to do that. You understand what I'm saying? Um, you got a lot of people who support people who've done way worse. I mean, how can I put it? When somebody's your friend, they're your friend. You just ain't gonna turn your back on your friend if you really fuck with them. Really, no matter what, they, they gotta do some heinous shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how she felt. So people from Howard University, so that's made a big stink about it, and she apologized to Howard University. I wouldn't apologize. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not apologizing. Um, any, you know, anything I say, I said it because I meant it. And I feel like that's the problem with the world today. People will say some shit, then they'll get ridiculed about it, and they want to go back and apologize. It's like a bullet. You done said, it's like a bullet. You can't put the bullet back in the gun. You done said the motherfucker. You done shot the gun. You can't bring that motherfucker back. You can't put the bullet back in. So you might as well just be like, huh, huh, I said that shit. Fuck you. Because that's how I am. If I say some shit, I, if I, even right now how I feel, even you could leave a fucked up comment, I'm not going back on what I said. I, I said it, I meant it. That's just how I am. So, uh, you know, shout out to Felice Rashad. She defended Bill, but she also went back and apologized. So, you know, that's her. You know what I mean? That's definitely her. So, um, go talk a little bit more about, you know what I mean, a little bit more about this, man, another time. But what I wanted to talk about, like, what it must feel like to be white. Because I always wondered this, you know what I'm saying? Growing up as a kid, I used to be ashamed of my dark skin. Um, I used to want to be white because that was all on TV back in the 80s, early 90s. White, white, white. I thought white people were smarter than black people. I thought white people looked better. I just thought it was better to be white. That was That's what was instilled in me as a kid growing up in the 80s and the 90s. I don't know where that shit came from, but that's what was instilled in me. That white is better, white is right, white is smarter. Yes. So I always wanted, I was always ashamed of my dark skin. I always felt like I wasn't handsome. I always felt like I had to do a lot more to get a woman, um, or to get a woman to like me. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of brothers like that who are dark skinned. That's why you see dark skinned men, when they make it, 
don't know what the fuck. Somebody got killed out of that motherfucker. God damn. Excuse me. So that's why you see a lot of dark-skinned men. They tend to, when they become successful or get a little money, they either go with a white woman or extremely light-skinned woman. And you may see that with a, with a dark-skinned woman. She may go with an extremely light-skinned man or a white man because it's the inferiority complex. You know what I'm saying? In my 30s, I just learned to appreciate myself and to appreciate dark-skinned women, brown-skinned women, and to start dating dark-skinned and brown-skinned women. Because a lot, when I was younger, I would, you know, I thought white and light skin was right, or just that it was better, or that people like that were beautiful, more beautiful. Until, you know, I ran into a, 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 a light-skinned woman who was ugly as fuck on the inside piece of shit evil you know what I'm saying you know white and light ain't always better you feel me so um always wonder what it must feel like to be white you know what I mean the privilege that you have this uh <laughs> it's, it's mind boggling so this is what it must feel like to be white to me a cool summer breeze Yes, that's what that's must what it feel like to be white. A cool summer breeze. Number one. Number two. Marshmallows roasting on an open campfire. That got that's being white must feel like that. It's soothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> number number three. Being told that your credit score is 875. That's gotta be what feeling white must be uh, must feel like. Yes, 850 credit score, you can get a mansion. Number four, a delicious meal of warm potato salad with raisins. Yes. God damn it, being white has to feel like eating a meal like that. Yes, warm potato salad with European raisins. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, I guess that's what being white must feel like. But anyway, but on a serious note, I always wondered that. But in the, in, the, in, the, in the end of the day, I would never trade me being black in for anything. I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't trade the high blood pressure in. I wouldn't trade the diabetes in. I, w- I wouldn't trade the low credit score in. I wouldn't trade the low income housing section 8 in. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't trade the goddamn our police shootings in. I wouldn't trade being black in for nothing. Because goddamn it, being black is beautiful. We got the most swagger. We just got we we come in multiple shades of color with beautiful people. We're smart, we're intelligent, we're business people. We got all the, the dance moves. We got the entertainment field on Smash. We got that shit cracking. We got basketball, football. We just bring so much to the human race. For me to want to be any other race. No matter what I go through, I wouldn't trade my black in for nothing. You feel me? And as you, you shouldn't want to trade your white in, your Spanish in. You should, you should always want to be you and love your race. Love your race and love everybody. You know what I mean? Fuck racism. You know what I'm saying? Um, but things that scare me. <laughs> Number one, we're going to get into this. This is some shit that really scares me. Uh, Suburban white towns where everything is spelled with a K. Let's say this again. Suburban white towns where everything is spelled with the letter K. Have you ever been to a like a suburban town, white town, where they spell shit with a K? 
You know what I mean? Ice cream, K-R-E-A-M. Why are you spelling that shit with a K? You know? Haircuts, K-U-T-Z. Why the fuck would you spell cut with a K? Hmm? Huh? Cars for sale. K-A-R-S. K-K-K. So when I, whenever I end up in a small suburban town that's predominantly white and everything is spelled with a K, I get the fuck out of there. I don't belong there. And you black, your ass don't belong either. You find your ass hanging from a goddamn uh, Mayberry tree. Shit, but anyway. <laughs> Number two, things that scare me. Babies that look old. That shit scare me. Have you ever seen an old infant? Motherfucker fresh out the pussy, look, look, like, he, look like he 40? Fresh out the pussy, got a motherfucking receding hairline, a little bit of gray hair, bags and wrinkles and shit. This one fresh out the pussy. Yo, little babies that look old scare the shit out of me. It's like they not supposed to look old. Little babies, infants, newborns, they supposed to look like new, new, new young sperm. They supposed to look like fucking shit that you could mold. They supposed to look beautiful, like little fresh, like collagen. They supposed to look youthful. Little baby ain't supposed to look old, man. I don't even, they ain't not supposed to look old. You done seen some old-looking babies. Your homie probably got an old-looking baby. You know what I'm saying? You might got an old-looking baby. That come doing them goddamn drugs and fucking. You can't be doing uh, Perks and Roxy's and fucking uh, Ad- Addies and Heron and cocaine and doing all this shit fucking getting bitches pregnant. You, you fucking a sperm up. You know what I mean? Or your credit score low. One of them, it's something that's making these old newborns come out looking 40. God damn, man, get your shit together. Stop doing drugs, bitches. Number three of things that scare me. The size of midgets' heads and butts. Yes, I'm gonna say this again. The size of midgets' heads and butts. You ever see midgets, man? And I love midgets. They cool as shit. Strong in the motherfucker. You can't wrestle no midget. But... It's something that scared me about the size of midgets' heads. They big as shit. It's like the head don't match the body. It's like the head is supposed to be on the adult person, but it's on the kid. And the midgets, all their butts are big. It's not, if it's a man or a woman, they all got huge asses. It's, they little as shit, and their asses be huge. And they short. That shit scared me. They, the size of their heads, and the size of their butts, it just looks scary to me. And they they, they walk with their little butts be they little butts be moving up and down. It, it just wobbles. It scare me, man. They asses and they heads, the Mega Man, Juggernaut, you know what I mean? Helmets. It just scares me. Yes. But shout out to all my midget friends, all my midget listeners, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you that shit, they probably scare you too. But yeah, so those are things that scare me. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Marnell Jones Show because tomorrow I'm going to be talking about the Damus, the Bloods, the notorious blood gang of Newark, New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be talking about uh, when Bloods came to New Jersey, the Newark area, and just basically how they came about how they just dominated shit because that shit was amazing. If you lived in North Essex County, Jersey, 
when blood spilled out of the New Jersey prison systems onto the street, that was a wild time. So, I know y'all keep like, why the fuck I keep fucking with my nose? I ain't do no cocaine in that. Oh, I ain't do no cocaine in that. But, uh, that was a wild time, man. I want to do a shout out to all the Damus in Jersey. You know what I mean? All my real right niggas out there. You know what I mean? Seven, the seven homies, you know what I mean? The Brims, you know what I mean? Every, all, I, fuck with, I fuck with a lot of Damus out there. They're some good people, man. Some of them are good good people. I don't fuck with all of them. But I fuck the ones I know, shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be talking about that tomorrow, man. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Marnell Jones Show, the most crackingest podcast around. Make sure y'all tune into each and every episode and you can catch all of, of uh, the audio on anchor.fm and spotify you know what i'm saying so the type in the marno jones show on spotify it'll pop up if you can't see me you can listen to me you know what i mean listen to my personality you know what i mean you might like me more you know what i mean so thank you for tuning in to the marno jones show the most crackiness podcast around peace <laughs>